Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's Day 53, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Wednesday, and it is day 53. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Well, hello, Marvin. And yes, you do look a bit sleepy this morning. Yeah, yeah, I haven't had any caffeine this morning, so, you know, I'm not completely awake. Okay, well, it's Wednesday, so I think I know what will get you moving. Jingle, please. Hey. It's Wednesday, everything is okey-doke Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke Oh, Oh, hey Benjamin, it's good to see you Hi guys, how are we doing today? Well, we're good Benjamin, although Marvin's feeling a bit sleepy He said, well, he hasn't had any caffeine yet Oh boy, well, then I've got the perfect joke for today Okay, well, let's hear it Okay, here we go So, how does Moses make his coffee every morning? Hmm, I don't know. How does Moses make his coffee? He brews it. Ah, he brews it. Oh, he brews it. Yeah, because the people were the Hebrews. Ah, thanks, Benjamin. I like that one. Oh, yeah, no worries, Dave. Hey, I'll see you guys again next week. Bye, Benjamin. Okay, Marvin, so time for us to get to today's reading. The Israelites are going to be spending another 40 years in the desert. Oh, yeah, right, because, well, they turned against God and Moses. That's right, but there were still some who weren't happy following Moses, and that's what we'll hear about today. Okay, okay, great. Well, who's reading today? Today, it's our friend Janice. Oh, hi, Janice. Hello again, everyone. This reading is in Numbers chapter 16. Korah was a son of Izar, the son of Kohath. Kohath was a son of Levi. Korah and certain men from the tribe of Reuben turned against Moses. The men from Reuben were Dathan, Abiram, and On. Dathan and Abiram were the sons of Eliab. On was the son of Peleth. All these men rose up against Moses, and 250 men of Israel joined them. All of them were known as leaders in the community. They had been appointed as members of the ruling body. They came as a group to oppose Moses and Aaron. They said to Moses and Aaron, You have gone too far. The whole community is holy. Everyone in it is holy. And the Lord is with them. So why do you put yourselves above the Lord's people? When Moses heard what they said, he fell with his face to the ground. Then he spoke to Korah and all his followers. He said, In the morning the Lord will show who belongs to him. He will show who is holy. He'll bring that person near him. He'll bring the man he chooses near him. Korah, here's what you and all your followers must do. Get some shallow cups for burning incense. Tomorrow, put burning coals and incense in them. Offer it to the Lord. The man the Lord chooses will be the one who is holy. You Levites have gone too far. Moses also said to Korah, Listen, you Levites, the God of Israel has separated you from the rest of the community of Israel. He has brought you near him to work at the Lord's holy tent. He has given you to the people so that you can serve them. Isn't all that enough for you? He has already brought you and all the other Levites near him. But now you want to be priests too. You and all your followers have joined together against the Lord. 
Why are you telling Aaron you aren't happy with him? Then Moses sent for Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab. But they said, We won't come. You have brought us up out of a land that has plenty of milk and honey. You have brought us here to kill us in this desert. Isn't that enough? Now do you also want to act as if you are ruling over us? Besides, you haven't brought us into a land that has plenty of milk and honey. You haven't given us fields and vineyards of our own. Do you want to treat these men like slaves? No, we won't come. Then Moses became very angry. He said to the Lord, Don't accept their offering. I haven't taken even a donkey from them. In fact, I haven't done anything wrong to any of them. Moses said to Korah, You and all your followers must stand in front of the Lord tomorrow. You must appear there along with Aaron. Each man must get a shallow cup. He must put incense in it. There will be a total of 250 incense cups. Each man must bring his cup to the Lord. You and Aaron must also bring your cups. So each of them got his cup. He put burning coals and incense in it. All the men came with Moses and Aaron. They stood at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Korah gathered all his followers together at the entrance to the tent. They opposed Moses and Aaron. Then the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole community. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Separate yourselves from these people. Then I can put an end to all of them at once. But Moses and Aaron fell with their faces to the ground. They cried out, God, you are the God who gives life and breath to all living things. Will you be angry with the whole community when only one man sins? Then the Lord spoke to Moses. He said, Tell the community, Move away from the tents of Korah, Dathan and Abiram. Moses got up. He went to Dathan and Abiram. The elders of Israel followed him. Moses warned the community. He said, Move away from the tents of these evil men. Don't touch anything that belongs to them. If you do, the Lord will sweep you away because of all their sins. So they moved away from the tents of Korah, Dathan and Abiram. Dathan and Abiram had already come out. They were standing at the entrance to their tents. Their wives, children and little ones were standing there with them. Then Moses said, What is about to happen wasn't my idea. The Lord has sent me to do everything I'm doing. Here is how you will know I'm telling you the truth. These men won't die a natural death. Something will happen to them that doesn't usually happen to people. If what I'm telling you doesn't happen, then you'll know the Lord hasn't sent me. But the Lord will make something totally new happen. The ground will open its mouth and swallow them up. It will swallow up everything that belongs to them. They will be buried alive. When that happens, you will know that these men have disrespected the Lord. As soon as Moses finished saying all these words, what he had said came true. The ground under them broke open. It opened its mouth. It swallowed up those men. In fact, it swallowed up everyone who lived in their houses. It swallowed up all Korah's men, and it swallowed up everything they owned. They went down into the grave alive. Everything they owned went down with them. The ground closed over them, and they died. And so they disappeared from the community. All the Israelites around them heard their cries. They ran away from them. They shouted, The ground is going to swallow us up too. Then the Lord sent down fire. It burned up the 250 men offering the incense. Thanks, Janice. Dave, what were they thinking? Well, Marvin, in a way, they were doing exactly what Pharaoh had done back in Egypt. 
They were thinking that I'm not going to have someone else telling me what to do. I should be able to do what I want. I should be in charge. I should be the boss. They wanted power. They wanted to be in control. Hmm, that did not work out well for them. Yeah, it did not. It's another time we see God's scary power. The leaders are swallowed up by the ground and burned up with fire. Yikes. Now, imagine, Marvin, you got a letter and you were invited to go to the White House. Oh, like Pauline Wayne. Like who? Pauline Wayne, the famous presidential cow. She lived at the White House. Look it up, kids. Okay, well, I hadn't heard of Pauline Wayne, but okay. So you're invited, so off you go to meet the president. Okay, yeah, I like it. Now, when you got there, would you march up to him and say, hey, here's what needs to happen. Here's what I've decided you should do. So go on, do it. Well, no, of course not, Dave. I wouldn't get to do that. He's the president. I'm just a cow. He's one of the most powerful people in the whole world. Why would a cow get to tell him what to do? You're right, Marvin. You just don't get to do that. The only reason you're even there is because he invited you. When we come to God, when we're praying or worshipping him, we don't march up to him and say, this is how it's going to be. Because he is God. He is almighty. He is sovereign. He is omniscient. He's all the things we've talked about and more. And us, well, we are sinful people. The only reason we can even approach him is because of Jesus. He died so that we could be invited into God's presence. So, Marvin, the Bible tells us to humble ourselves before the Lord. And that just means remember that God is God and we are not. Remember that he is far above us. It's right that he's in control and that we're not. We follow him, not the other way around. And that's how it should be. Okay. So today, boys and girls, when you pray, can you think of three things that God is and we're not? And then start your prayer with that. Okay, okay. So I could pray, dear God, you are holy and I am not. That's right. And do three of those. Okay. And that's humbling ourselves before the Lord. It's acknowledging who he is and who we are. And that, that's the way we should approach God. It's the opposite of what those men did in today's reading. Okay, got it. Okay, thanks, Dave. And, well, that's it for today, boys and girls. We'll say goodbye, and we will see you back again tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you then. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.